0: would you call me? Nothing. I didn't make a statement. I asked a question. Would you like me to ask it again? Mm-hmm. Are you such a loser? You can't tell when you've won? The entire state of Texas, along with the FBI, are looking for you. Did they find you? No, they couldn't. You've won, Enjoy it. Hello and welcome to Happy Funtime Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies. And more. And more. Hey, if you want to follow us uh, on any of the uh, social media platforms, we are on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. If you want to uh, follow us on Twitter as well, we are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number 1.
1: So recently on our Twitter, uh, an account called Good Pods. Yeah. And they're a uh, an email subscription, and they'll give you, like, five podcasts. Weird. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool, though.
0: Yeah. Check that out. Maybe. Yeah.
1: I sent them our, our podcast, so maybe one day you'll see us on there. Yeah. But, you know, still, if you're really a, a consumer of podcasts, you might want to check it out.
0: Right. And what else is there to do? <laughs>
1: Well, for for us, we're back to work.
0: Yeah. Well, we live in a low-impact state, but if you're in yes. New York, California, exactly, maybe Washington, mm-hmm. all of wherever else, I don't know. It's bad out there, guys. So subscribe to our podcast uh, on any of the uh, subscribing platforms that you have, uh, including Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Pandora, blah blah radio. blah. Yeah. yeah, we're everywhere, man. Rate us.
1: RateThisPodcast yeah. dot com slash movie.
0: Right, and uh, that's our shameless plugs, right? Yes. All right. So we took a couple weeks off. Yes. And the reason is is because uh, I'm lazy.
1: There's that. But you went back to work. Yeah. Um. And I I was okay with having some downtime since yeah. I've been working the whole time.
0: <laughs> right. So I decided that we we'll just open back up with a fun movie, mm-hmm. directed by Robert Rodriguez, yes, starring Harvey Keitel, Harvey Harvey Keitel, Harvey? yeah, uh, George Clooney, Juliette Lewis, and Quentin Tarantino. The movie is From Dusk Till Dawn, and it is from the year 1996. It is rated R. It is one hour forty eight minutes long, and you probably own it on home video.
1: I know and, we did,
0: and if you don't uh it's it you can stream it on showtime right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only streaming service that I found.
1: This is probably one of my favorite Rodriguez
0: movies. Oh, not even close for me, but it's a good one.
1: It's really good. I can't think of any others except for like the Spy Kids and El Mariachi Didn't he do El he El, Mariachi? Did El Mariachi that's a good movie.
0: Desperado once yeah. upon a time in Mexico.
1: See, I I still think this one's probably my
0: favorite. Four spy kids movies. One um, spy
1: kid movie was enough.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, machete. Oh,
1: the the shark boy and lava
0: girl. Shark boy and lava girl. Um, he did one where I think you wished for stuff and stuff happened, but I never saw it outside of a movie trailer once. Oh, really? Yeah. Robert Rodriguez does a mixture of kids' movies and movies for more mature audiences. Yes. This is one of the mature audience movies.
1: Yes. It feels very much like a Tarantino movie.
0: That's because Tarantino wrote it.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, There are some tropes in this movie that carry on from a Tarantino film. And let's talk real quick about Tarantino Mm -hmm. and his expanded universe. He's got a universe called the realer than real universe. And then he's got the movie universe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, there's only one character that, I guess, trans- transverses between the two. Oh. And that's Michael Park and uh, Sheriff Earl McGraw. The
1: cop, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Because he plays um, Earl McGraw right. in, I think, three or four movies uh, in the Tarantino Film including this one. Yeah including this one.
1: So if I always get a little confused here because he's in uh, Kill Bill.
0: As Earl McGraw.
1: Right. So is that movie universe or real universe?
0: I think Kill Bill might be movie universe. Okay. Because I think that Pulp Fiction when they plugged kill bill uh-huh. well it wasn't even called kill bill it was called the fox force five
1: yes that's right
0: and i believe that's that's uh the woman that plays beatrix is uh is mia wallace it's Mia. Mm-hmm.
1: so we've talked about that before yeah. so is from dust till dawn in the real world or the movie world? it's
0: the movie world
1: okay which would make sense because yeah. i was like well where would kill bill fit if that was the other but it doesn't matter it doesn't
0: matter no <laughs> Um, in fact, I think that he's only been in the movie universe stuff. So, Michael Park is not part of the realer than real universe. Okay. Because Planet Terror is the other movie. Oh, yeah, that that's plays definitely not. No, that's that's a movie movie yes. universe. So, anyway, <laughs> now that we've gone through our film theories, uh this movie opens up to like a shot of a of a liquor store. Mm-hmm. Uh, conveni- a liquor convenience store because y- y- I can't go to Pat's liquor and buy toilet paper.
1: No. Uh,
0: or or lighter fluid. No.
1: It it reminds me of that that drive through liquor place that we went to in Shelby. Yeah. Where you could get candy and, and chips and other things. Yeah. They didn't have toilet paper. They didn't but, have liquor you know, there
0: though. They had beer. They didn't have liquor.
1: Oh. But you know, it, it kind of reminds me of those little areas where you kind of have to have all those things in one. Yeah, and this is obviously on the way to Mexico. It's probably Arizona.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Texas. A la- it's, he's a oh. Texas Ranger. Oh, that's right,
1: Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a, it's probably like a last chance place to go.
0: Probably, um, yeah. I always wondered, like when I was driving, you know, from here to like let's say Ohio. Mm-hmm. And we we end up in the middle of nowhere on the highway. There is nothing for miles, yeah. except one store mm-hmm. with with a gas pump. And you go in there, and they got like just about anything you need.
1: Yeah, the essentials, yeah. and you're gonna pay for it because yeah. you're in the middle of nowhere.
0: So it's it's a little weird. And I'm like, where do these friggin' people live? Mm-hmm. And and then you see like a cabin somewhere, and you're like, oh god, this is his whole life. Yeah, that this sucks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they might like it.
0: Yeah, it is Kentucky. They're they're simple <laughs> folk. Um. So anyway, yeah, we open up to this uh, liquor store. It's, it's Benny's World of Liquor. Yes. It's like Benny's W O L World of Liquor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we see Pete. He's sitting at his uh, clerk station, just uh, reading a paper. He's got the television on, mm-hmm. and television's talking about the bank robbery that just happened. Yes. And that there's still two fugit- fugitives on the run. Now, Earl McGraw he's talking to Pete and they're just bsing and it's it's okay and he's like he's like you ain't been outside to have lunch nope I ate in the microwave <laughs> um the guy the guy who plays Pete uh he was most recently in a movie that we both like it's uh three billboards outside of Ebbing Yes,
1: that's a great movie
0: yeah and uh I recommend that movie to everyone yeah um but this is one of his earlier roles nineteen ninety six I mean you don't see too many people from 1996 as like a character actor still working. Not right now. They they've,
1: they've yeah. either moved on to big roles or they've kind of, you know, yeah, went into the background.
0: Absolutely. And and Michael Parks uh plays Earl McGraw and Earl uh, Michael Parks you'll know him from let's say Tusk. Yes. He plays the crazy guy that turns uh Rob Rob Lowe? No. Justin Long.
1: Justin Long. Yeah. Into
0: the the Walrus. Uh-huh. And then uh in Red State he plays the Evil Preacher. That's right. Um
1: Has he passed yet? Yeah, he's gone. I thought so.
0: And Michael Park plays a pivotal role in a lot of movies from the 70s and 80s. He's as one well. of those that guys. Yeah. So Which
1: there's apparently a few of those uh, That Guy documentaries. Yeah. We were watching one last night. Yeah, we were
0: watching the Dick Miller That Guy documentary. And one of these days, we're just going to do like a Dick Miller top 10 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Top 10 movies that feature Dick Miller. He's
1: in a ton. So. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so him and Peter talking. Then he's like, Well, I gotta go, you know, uh, drain the lizard or whatever the hell he says, visit the old watering hole. Yeah, I was kind (laughs) of.
1: The thing about this part of the scene is that uh, he kind of mumble whispers a lot of his lines. Yeah. And I have issues with that. I know. Because if the background scenery or the background noise is higher than the voice, I, I have problems hearing that. And mm-hmm. so it always bothers me. So well, sometimes
0: the dialogue isn't what matters.
1: I know. I know. And I'm one of those people that I'm like, I, I need to know what's what's being said, even though it's not necessary. It must
0: drive you crazy when it's supposed to be mumbled words. Then. It is. It uh, does. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so McGraw goes into the uh, toilet area. Yes. The bathroom.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then we see um, Dr. George Clooney. Seth, yeah, playing as Seth Gecko, and he's got a woman, and uh, obviously they're holding them hostage. Yes, and he's like, he's like, why are you talking to him so much? You're you're just lingering out this. Um, why'd you let him use the restroom? Well, he comes here every day. I, if I tell him no, he'll think something's up. Yeah, and then Tarantino like whispers a couple things in his ears, like. <sighs> Uh, yeah. The, he's like, he's like, did you, did you ask for help? Yeah. No, I didn't do that. Are you calling my brother a liar? No. What? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and uh, Quentin Tarantino's his name is Richie.
1: Just in case you hear rain, it's, it's raining. raining.
0: <laughs> so they go back to hide, and they're hiding in plain sight too.
1: Kind of. Yeah.
0: Um, just right behind, you know, back in the coolers and stuff like that. So Earl, like, or, you know, gets a drink. He's like, I'm going to get hammered tonight, buddy.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny. He, the, when he first walks in, he grabs a beer and just opens it and starts drinking it. Yeah. And I was like, he's very familial with this person.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> And, and so they're talking a little bit more, and then Tarantino, oh, Richie, he, yeah. he just comes up right behind him and blasts him in the head kills him dead. Yeah,
1: and you're like, what the heck? He was going to leave.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Everything would have been fine.
0: Absolutely, 100%. Richie's a psycho. Richie is a psycho. So he calls him a liar right to his face. He goes, you're a liar. And, of course, that's going to set Richie off. Richie shoots uh, the Pete, and then uh, Pete goes down. Clooney is like, we were supposed to keep a low profile. Yeah, he
1: was just supposed to come in and get something. Yeah, a road map. Yeah, Richie was. Yeah,
0: that's it. Yeah. That's it. A road map. So
1: this sets up that Richie can't do anything without screwing it up.
0: Well, he's got impulse control issues.
1: And he's a bit of a psycho. He's
0: a psycho with schizophrenia, yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, in my mind, the backstory is... He went in there to get the road map, saw the two girls, start tra- chatting up the two girls, uh-huh. started maybe starting to rough them up. Uh-huh. Pete might have gotten involved, and then in comes Seth, and and he comes in and stops it, and then uh, they're about to leave. They see Earl McGraw pull up, so then they have to, like, improvise. Yes. And, and like, the one thing Seth is always doing, he's like, be cool, and nobody will die. Mm-hmm. If you're not cool, everybody's going to die. Yeah. That's it.
1: Mm hmm. So. It's a yin and yang kind of situation with those two.
0: So Pete uh, gets the gun out of the safe, jumps up, shoots uh, Seth. No, it's not Seth. Richie in the right hand. Hand. Or is it the left hand? It's the left hand. Okay. So he shoots him in the left hand, right through the middle of the palm. Boom. Takes
1: takes a chunk out.
0: He's got that uh, stigmata now. Yeah. Right? (laughs) And Richie's. Just angry. <laughs> and then, you know, they're saying, okay, shoot out the bottles behind him. Because the way it is is that it's the counter, Pete's behind the counter, and behind Pete is like a tower of liquor liquor bottles. Mm-hmm. So they just start shooting out the bottles, and then he tells uh, Richie to go out to the car. Yeah. And so he does. He takes a roadmap. The with girls,
1: him. By the way, the girls had escaped yeah. soon before most of the shooting had started. Exactly. So... They, they're one of the few survivors I think I saw in the whole movie yeah
0: yeah and their story is they run home to mama and they never leave <laughs> yeah they shoot out the bottles the gecko brothers you know bicker a little bit uh, Seth gets a roll of toilet paper, some lighter fluid, lights up the toilet paper, throws it behind, and uh-huh. then Pete's lit up like a roman candle.
1: He's not down yet.
0: He's not down yet.
1: He is almost down.
0: Um, but <laughs> he, he should does, be down. He does get up at one point, like for like a jump scare moment, yes. and starts blasting at uh, Seth and Richie. It no no dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Richie grabs a uh, road map as they're leaving. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they're bickering some more as the place explodes. Yes. It's a hilarious thing. It's a, it's thing, a really good scene. It's funny, it's tense, It's it's got action, yeah. it's got good music. I mean, the whole friggin'... Robert Rodriguez is a musician. He loves music. That makes sense. And so this is his wheelhouse where he makes that slow grind uh-huh. music and it's good.
1: A movie that has someone who understands music and how to weave it into the scene yeah. to make it part of the living scene, that's talent. Yeah. And you really get drawn more into those, those movies that do that.
0: Right. So we cut to the title sequence. Yes. Okay. From dusk till dawn, l- rising out of the you know bottom of the screen, mm-hmm. and uh, we get like quick flashes of like Richie showing a hole in his hand and he's like looking through it. Mm-hmm. Ha ha, Richie, you're you're doomed from the beginning. They the cut, hostage in the yeah, trunk. Yeah, they cut to the hostage like with like a little see through panel yeah, in the car. Yeah, it's really creative. Through the trunk, it's very very sixties slash seventies. Yeah, of that. The car that they're driving is a beautiful muscle car. And then they they cut to the dude drop in and suites or whatever it's called. Yes. It's motel.
1: Yeah. I, I wrote it down somewhere later. So the the plan right now is is that Seth is going to call Carlos and mm-hmm. then they're going to meet in El Rey.
0: No, they're not going to meet in El Rey. They're going to meet a, at a non-disclosed location and... And then they're going to take them to El Rey. Oh, because okay. that money is safe passage to El Rey.
1: That's it. Okay.
0: Now what's El Rey? It's a it's a red herring. You don't you never know. It's no. a MacGuffin.
1: No, but that is what Rodriguez ended up calling his TV uh, channel, yeah, right? Yeah. Is El Rey the,
0: the TV network is called El Rey? Um, what's his name from Planet Terror? Uh-huh. His he's called El Rey. Oh, okay. They're like you can't stop now, El Rey. He's like. Watch me, mm-hmm. I never miss. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. stuff like that.
1: It's just funny how they 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 say El Rey like thirty times in this movie. Yeah. by the
0: way, El Rey is like the king. Okay, you know? that makes sense. I think Ray means king because Ray Mysterio means king of mysteries.
1: Okay, and L the the L is the yeah. So
0: so the king.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> the funny sequence inside where uh, Seth is trying to get the motel room. He's hitting the he's hitting the bell, bing bing bing, and he starts like jamming down, bang 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 bang. This guy who has to be like ninety nine years old comes out and he's like, oh, what the hell do you want?" He goes, "I want a room, you old man. <laughs> Are you a grumpy old man or something like that?" Yeah.
1: So we saw some possible casting choices for this role of Seth. Yeah. And honestly, I think George Clooney was the perfect.
0: Yeah, pick. Um, Tarantino c- considered Steve Buscemi. Um, they've all. They also like uh, Antonio Banderas. Um, Christopher he might have been really good. Yeah, but the accent—I yes. don't think so.
1: If they both were Latin, yeah.
0: it would have made sense. Um, Christopher Walken, uh, John Travolta. Um, there was a weird one that I can't remember. But Michael Madsen, he would not have worked.
1: No, he Um, wouldn't have been good for this role. Michael
0: Madsen would have been a trucker or the barkeep. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just call it what it is. I mean, Michael Madsen has good roles. Yes. And he does good things with those roles. But he is no Seth Gecko.
1: No. So, I I think this was spot on uh, casting.
0: Yeah, but Tarantino went to... And and he directed an episode of ER. Mm -hmm. And he met Clooney. They They hit off pretty good I guess and uh, a couple months later they gave him a call and he accepted
1: that's pretty cool so we get into the hotel room and the hostage we find out is the bank teller from the bank they just robbed yes Seth says do you want to live you're going to do these things you're not going to make any noise uh, and you're going to do what I say and don't try to run those are the only three things yeah and then so, Seth is really intelligent, and yeah. he knows his brother is psychotic. Why would he leave him alone He
0: trusts his, this girl? He trusts his brother.
1: He's stupid.
0: It is blind love and trust. Yeah. And Richie wants a better deal with Carlos. He wants, he wants more money out of this. Mm-hmm. And, he, and Seth is like, you don't understand. This is our way out. Mm-hmm. We're never going to come back here again. Yeah. So, this is their final heist. Basically. Yeah, I put down, would you have left Richie alone with the hostage? Probably not. So Never. So <laughs> Seth has to go out, make a few phone calls, get a hold of Carlos, set up, up the deal. Food. Get some, yeah, get some Big Ahuna Burger and, and come back. Mm-hmm. Um, th- but before that, we cut to the family. Um Jacob. Yeah, I forget. I always forget their last name. But it's like Jacob, Kate, and Scott.
1: Mm-hmm. I I never re- um, re- even wrote down their last name. I Harvey forgot.
0: Keitel is probably one of America's finest actors of all time. That's right there. And he's he's like this is a role I've never seen him play.
1: No. I don't think I had either. And very, I was kind of
0: surprised. Very uh demure.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um very like very calm. S- calm, sad. Yeah. And the, and the thing that I need to express is that every movie that I've ever seen Harvey Keitel in, he always grits his teeth like this. hmm And you can see the top and bottom teeth. In this movie, you don't see the top teeth until near the end of the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I think that was a choice made. Okay. So, that you don't see he's n- him He's as not as usually a, angry. Uh, yeah, as a person like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Juliette Lewis is playing Kate... And she had just done Cape Fear probably. Oh, um, probably. That era, yeah. And uh Cape Fear, she was like one of my top five girls. <laughs> I'm I'm not even kidding. She was like one of my top five girls. That's funny. And I was like, holy crap. I love her. And so still do. I still think she's beautiful. She's, really she's just pretty, yeah. uh, too skinny. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Okay. And, and then Scott is a Chinese actor that I think has only done this movie.
1: Actually, no. His name is Ernest Liu, and uh, he's done seven films, and well, seven things on his his filmography. Yeah. And uh, the last thing was uh, in two thousand five. Okay. So he did. He did uh, like one episode here of. A TV show in that. This I think is the only movie he did though. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Well, there's probably one big reason that steps out like a sore thumb. He is flat. He is not a good actor. No. Um he his facial expressions never really change much. Mm-mm. He's always got this bemused and or bored look on his mm-hmm. face. So yeah, just like the whole movie is good. It would have been better if Scott had a uh, personality.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And they try and give him a personality. They're like, he's playing his guitar. He's got a Precinct 13 shirt. Oh, yeah. So he's like a movie a movie nerd. Yeah. You know, because nobody knows what assault on Precinct, Precinct 13 is in 1995. Mm-mm. Because, like, later on, Ethan Hawke did a remake of the movie. But we're talking, like, 1975. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Seth comes back with the Big Kahuna Burger.
1: Well, actually. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah the, yeah. the news report.
1: So, so John
0: Travolta's wife. Yeah. Whoever she is. I can't remember her name ever. Oh, I never remember her name. It's Kelly something. Kelly Brooke. Kelly Ripley. Mm. Hey, Google. What's John Travolta's wife's name?
1: Kelly Preston. That's Kelly Preston.
0: it. All right. So it's Kelly Preston. And she has this wild look on her face, like a crazy person's face.
1: Yeah, the this news report feels more like a a report in a game. Yeah, you know, like she's doing the death count and yeah. all this, and you know, it's all this
0: sensationalized yes. twenty four hour news cycle. Blah blah blah.
1: It reminds me a lot of uh, a current affair. Yeah, back in the day.
0: Yeah, yeah something like that and then she interviews the uh, a, a cop and he is played by the same guy that plays uh the dad in a nightmare on elm street the original Oh okay and and so like he's in a lot of stuff i never remember his name either he's one of those that guys mm-hmm. you know and so yeah, she's like the death count is 12. They hit a teacher and the, on the way out, you know, they broke out and they did this heist and blah 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 and they're still on the run and they have a hostage.
1: Yeah, uh This is where we find out that Seth broke Richie out of jail.
0: Richie bro- broke Seth out of jail.
1: Oh, I thought it was the other way around. No. Oh. Remember
0: remember the conversation in the bar later is like he's like, "No, I'm I'm a, I'm the only the one that uh broke you out of jail." They, you could have given me a thank you for that. Oh, you know, stuff like that. Okay.
1: A, See, I thought it was the opposite no. way around. Yeah.
0: Okay. So now Seth is coming back with the big coon or burger. Mm-hmm. He comes in, he's talking to Richie. Richie's just laying sitting there on a, like, you a chair. You notice
1: that the door to the other room is closed. Yeah,
0: the door's closed. Yeah. And you're like, hmm. Uh huh. Already know, already know yeah. what happened. Yeah. And he's, like, talking to him, and he pulls out the burgers, and he, like, gives Richie a burger, and then he holds up two more burgers. He's like, oh, yeah, we got a hostage. Uh-huh. You know, like, what's this two burgers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, where's the hostage? Where is she? Oh, she's in there. Why the hell is she in there? Why yeah. is Why is she alone in a room? Yeah. He's like, oh, you know. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Yeah, and he opens the door, and this is great acting here with Clooney.
0: Absolutely.
1: He's Absolutely horrified
0: by what he sees. The look of shock on his face is like, what the hell has just and happened? They
1: linger on him for a very long time. Yeah,
0: with like small flashes of yes. what the room looks so like. So you
1: never actually get a full view of what Richie has done. No. Which I appreciate.
0: Now now there is a televised version of this, like not a televised version of this. There is a series, a television series made for the L Ray network. It was one of the big selling points on why you should get El Rey. Exactly. And it worked because I got El Rey just for that series. Mm -hmm. And then Lucha Underground, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, And now El Rey just shows like old Kung Fu movies, Godzilla films, uh, Knight Rider. Yeah. I mean, it's just sad. It's not original the, content. There's hardly any original content.
1: I, I like that they're playing those old Kung Fu movies, though.
0: Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. It's just weird that El Rey has turned from a promising thing exactly. into like basic cable garbage. I was garbage. really
1: hoping that it was going to be a, uh, a real Latin mecca of new content. Yeah. That, uh, was a bit more English speaking, yeah. Because I I enjoy watching some of the the Mexican channels that we have, mm-hmm. but I don't know enough Spanish to enjoy a lot right. of it. So I was I was really hoping for something good here.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, they keep going, and then they, like I was gonna say, in the series, they show that he probably stabbed her in the gut, and then and then dug out her eyes. Yeah. In. In the movie, I like to leave imagination open and yes. say he probably uh, did that thing that the clown did, you know.
1: Sh- ooh, ooh, no, in, yeah, in no. The clown. Okay, no, but uh, Seth does say we don't we don't kill and rape our hostages, right? You know, and I'm like, well, that that you know, that mystery's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. So he attacks Richie, yells at him, and then you know Richie's like. He's clueless. He has no idea that he did anything wrong.
1: No, he doesn't. And because he's got the schizophrenia on top of that, he sees things that don't happen. Yeah. And so it's easy for him to wipe away whatever he does, I'm sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, he just, he has no remorse, no, nothing.
1: No, So we go back to Jacob and his family.
0: Yeah, and they almost run over Seth.
1: Yeah. Uh, so
0: Seth is like, oh, hey, there's a RV there. We can probably escape in that.
1: Exactly. We we get a little bit going on here, but we'll, we'll kind of jump into what's important is when it's time to interact between the two. Yeah. Richie pretends that he needs an ice bucket.
0: Yeah. And he's real polite and nice about yes. it. Yes.
1: And yeah. all I can think of is if you needed an ice bucket, go to the front desk.
0: Yeah and And let's just talk about Jacob for like four minutes <laughs> okay um so Jacob is a minister, yes, he's got his son and daughter with him. Mm-hmm. They're traveling to nowhere basically they they're just planning on living in that r v the rest of their life
1: till epiphany um,
0: <laughs> yeah, until something happens, so his wife died, and uh he's lost his faith, yes. He says I still believe in Jesus and God, but do I love them? No. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's it's very honest.
1: Yes. And it's it's really interesting to see that he chose to you know, step away instead of continuing to preach because he knew he was having faith issues. Right.
0: And you know, we've known people that have suffered loss and they continued to preach and they got more and more depressed. Yes. So,
1: yeah. Sometimes you happens. have to step back and just reevaluate your life.
0: Yeah, and and so they get kidnapped by the Gecko brothers. Mm-hmm. Richie, when Juliette Lewis, uh, Kate, she comes into the room not knowing that anything's going on mm-hmm. from the um, pool. From the pool, and so she's in a bikini, towel wrapped around her waist, and uh, she's like, "What the heck's going on, Dad?" Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Richie goes. Oh, we're having a bikini contest and you just got first place. You know? <laughs> so
1: creepy too.
0: <laughs> and he he mumbles it in a way that you're like, did he just say that?
1: Yeah, I couldn't tell if he he said it out loud or if he thought he said it.
0: No, he said it. Okay. Um and so and at and at another point when Clooney's like laying down the rules, mm-hmm. uh he turns around and he's just staring at Kate. Yeah. And righteously so. I mean, look at her. She's a she's a gorgeous little monster.
1: <laughs> so, so there's a word thrown around in here the first time here. We're going to call it kitty. Yeah. Because we can't say the other word right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're a family-friendly podcast and yes. we can't say the P word.
1: So, So he imagines the scene of Kate asking him to basically go down on her. Yeah, and And he
0: goes, "Sure." Yeah, yeah." and
1: she just looks at him like, "What do you? What?"
0: Yeah, and that's when that's when Clooney's like, "Go put some clothes on." Yes, (laughs) you got three minutes. Yeah. So, boom, three minutes. They're out.
1: Now, something to really note about this era: it's before cell phones, really. Yeah. I mean, if you had a cell phone, it was a brick phone at this time period. Yeah, 96. Yeah. 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 So having her go by herself is fine. Yes. If that was done now, it'd be like empty your pockets Mm -hmm. because you know that she'd have a cell phone on her.
0: Absolutely. All right. So they get in. Let's just get us in the RV now. Yes. And we're headed south. Yes. Headed to the meetup place.
1: Yes. So we're heading for the border.
0: And they and George George Clooney, Seth and Jacob, they just have a little talk. Mm-hmm. He asks Seth asks him a bunch of questions, you know, looking through his wallet, asking him if he's really clergy. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to know each other. Well, he gets to know Jacob. Yes, which is useful for later. It is. And so, <laughs> for some reason, Richie's just sitting in the back with the kids, and he's like. He has to put in his uh, mouth guard. Yes. He goes, I grind my teeth. And uh-huh. this is the one time you see Scott kind of amused at this because he's just laughing. And I'm like, you're still kidnapped, kid. Yes. It's not a funny situation. No. Um, but he takes out his mouthpiece at one point, And he's like, uh, so that uh, that thing you wanted me to do for you, uh, do, you, you do you think uh, we could just do that now? Or, I mean, I'm willing to do that.
1: Yeah. And she's, and she's clueless.
0: Like, what?
1: Yeah, because it didn't happen. Yeah. You know?
0: She's like, what? He goes, you know, that 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 thing, you know?
1: He almost says it, and then uh, Seth is like, you're supposed to be watching them, not talking to
0: yeah. them. <laughs> I said, watch them, not talk to them. <laughs> Seth would say stuff like, plant, plant yourselves down. He goes, do plants talk? No, they do not.
1: <laughs> it's kind of funny.
0: So, all right, they get to the border. Yes. And uh, yeah, all the st- all the cars are being searched. Yes, I and mean, there's two fugitives on the run mm-hmm. for Pete's sake. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Pete. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so the death count is now seven.
1: Actually, um, I think when we saw saw it last, it was
0: sixteen. Oh well, well yeah. Now it's 17. <laughs> 18 if you count the hostage. Now, okay, so. We see our first look at uh, Mr. Cheech Marine. Yes. Everybody knows Cheech. He's one half of the Cheech and Chong comedy mm-hmm. team of Cheech and Chong. Yes. It was interesting to see him in this movie because I had never seen him in a movie without Chong. At this I know.
1: Point. I know. I think this was the first time I'd seen that too.
0: Um, but he had done several. Really? Yeah. He did. Uh, well, he did Nash Bridges. and I don't know when that was. That was later. Was it? I think so. Um, it, But he also did uh, Born in East L.A.
1: Oh, I didn't realize John yeah. wasn't in that.
0: Yeah, and he did a couple others that were comedies. This is his first non-comedy role, mm-hmm. but he plays a comedy character.
1: Yes, he he's very much comedic relief, even though it's not necessarily this particular... Uh, the, the Border Patrol guy, isn't right. it? Right. Well, yeah, actually, it is comedic relief. A little bit. Yeah, anyway.
0: So on his name badge it says Oscar Marine. Oh really? Yes. I didn't
1: even notice that.
0: So he's he's called Border Patrol Agent uh-huh. in the movie, but his name badge says Oscar Marine because because his dad was an LAPD uh, cop. Uh huh. And, and his name is Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. That's sweet. So it's kind of like a callback. Look, Dad, I play a cop now. <laughs> I'm I'm the fuzz.
1: I'm sure his father did not appreciate <laughs> the not. drug the drug characters.
0: Probably not. Um, this is this is a good scene. Yeah, it's real tense. It's a yeah. good tense scene. Yeah. And Rodriguez is really good at making tense scenes seem like anything could happen.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Where are you going? Uh, we're on vacation. Just you and your uh son there? Yeah, yeah, just me and my son. Mm-hmm. Something happens in the bathroom, though. Boom. Oh, and my daughter. Yeah. I'm gonna have to board, sir.
1: Yeah, and so we get it back and forth. So Richie and Seth and Juliet Lewis are all in the shower. Yes. And Richie
0: is starts a out.
1: fight with Seth.
0: Well, he's freaking out.
1: I know. He's like, but, we're gonna get caught. But but Seth says something to him. Ah. Uh,
0: Don't be stupid.
1: No was it uh,
0: don't don't act crazy something like that
1: yes he said he basically calls him crazy and that's what starts it yeah so, am i a
0: nut yeah what did you call me am i a nut and it's, it's like, almost shut like shut up it's almost like a. you think i'm funny yeah, kind of deal. Yes, and he's just going on and on and on. He's rattling his mouth off, and and if you know who Tarantino is, I mean, he, he talks at one hundred miles an hour anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, there is so much stuff in his head that he has to get out through his mouth that his words stumble over his other words sometimes. Yeah. That being said, he gets knocked out.
1: Yeah, Seth uh, uh, elbows him.
0: Yeah. And so they have to improvise. No, it hits him with the gun. Boom.
1: Oh, was that it? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Kate goes, thank you.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which I thought was hysterical.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so they have to improvise. So yes. Seth is holding up Richie in the shower with the shower curtain kind of closed. Um, and Kate has her... Uh, her She's on the her, toilet. Her, her stuff out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the toilet. And uh, when, when Oscar Marine, he like tap, tap, tap. Hello. I'm in here. It's occupied.
1: Yeah, she's like, I'm on the toilet. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm going to open. Okay. So he opens up this sh- curtain or whatever it is, like some kind of slide it, board. It, yeah. And an uh, she kind of like looks up like,
1: <gasps> Yeah. And he, he like he takes
0: lingers.
1: The, the, the gamut of looking down at her panties and all yeah. the way back up. And she's like, do you mind? And then she curses at him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, sorry. And then like when he's closing it, he keeps looking. He in the does, space. doesn't he? Yeah, creeper. So, yeah, <laughs> everybody wants to bang Juliet Lewis. Everyone.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're free. They they get into they, Mexico. They make
1: it. Uh, and apparently he knocked Richie out so well that they just leave him.
0: Yeah. So where are they going?
1: They're going to a bar the yeah. Titty twister.
0: Right. <laughs> so Seth says it's up about four miles, hang a left, and it's a big old place. Apparently, you can't miss it. And boy, howdy, can you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we notice a bunch of truckers and bikers heading here. We don't notice anybody else. Right. Uh, except, of course, our our merry band of you know felons.
0: Yeah you you see the you see the RV pulling up. Lots of motorcycles, you know, coming around Mm them and parking. A lot of rowdiness going on out in the parking lot. And our Barker. And our Barker. Played by Mr. Cheech Marine. Mm -hmm. Different character. Different
1: character. He's got weird mustache.
0: Yeah. Long hair. He comes out. He's like, kitty, kitty, kitty. (laughs) (laughs) We got new kitty. We got old kitty. We got sweaty kitty. We got dry kitty
1: oh it's awful <laughs> we got
0: horse kitty we got uh dog kitty we got... don't
1: say that yeah Did at he? the end, yeah oh he goes, ew. he goes uh i know he's he like ginger and blonde and you know those kind of things too and it's like this yeah. is hilarious like,
0: starting right now if you buy one kitty you can get another kitty of equal <laughs> or lesser value for just a penny <laughs> Yeah. There's a
1: really good cinematographical scene here. Yeah, that's not a word. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they're they're shooting up from the ground at Cheech. Yeah, and he's doing his Barker bit, and then you know he's he looks straight down at the camera and talks to you in the mm-hmm. audience. And I was like, that was perfect. Yeah,
0: he was like, if if you can find a, a kitty. Uh, for a better price than F it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was hysterical.
0: So, so Seth and the gang they're they're walking up to uh, the door. Barker stops him and says, "Hey, you can't!" And before he can say anything, yeah. he gets knocked out by Seth. Yeah, and he goes, "Come on, we're going in."
1: That's that's a major flaw of yeah, Seth. He yeah, hits just, people that don't
0: need hit. Impulsive. Yes. Yeah, he just punches people. Yes. <laughs> we see that later in the movie, too. Uh-huh. Um, but he, uh, he he lets everybody else in, and Richie turns around, and he just kicks the guy in the ribs, like, three or four times. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> so we find out, though, that the reason he was stopping them is because this place is... For bikers and truckers.
0: Exactly. They go up to the bar.
1: Young Danny Trejo.
0: And we see young short-haired Danny. I Trejo. know
1: it was kind of weird.
0: And He's like, "Hey, you can't be here." <laughs> <laughs> um, fresh off of being Johnny Knives, I bet.
1: Probably. That was uh, that was his role in Con Air. Uh, Con Air.
0: Um, he also was a knife thrower in. Desperado.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So this Um, is very early movie career. Yeah. If you don't know who Danny Trejo is, you've never seen a movie.
1: He's everywhere. He's
0: in kids' movies all the way up to mature adult movies. Yeah, he was
1: in Spy Kids.
0: Yeah, he was Machete.
1: Yeah, Uncle Machete.
0: Yeah. And that was before he was, you know... Machete. Machete. Yeah. Um, Now,
1: Danny Trejo, he, he is a perfect example of someone who can make absolute terrible decisions... And suffer the repercussions, and then come back from it and be a a
0: good human being. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's totally. As far as I know, he's totally reformed. He owns a taco truck.
1: Yeah, he's he's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really like Danny Trejo. Uh, he's like you can't. Oh no, they they order whiskey, Mm -hmm. and uh, he he gets the whiskey out, and pours the shot glass, and he drinks it. He goes, "What the hell are you doing?" He goes, "I'm not serving you." You're not allowed to be here. This mm-hmm. is a this is a bar for truckers and bikers only. You're no trucker. You're no biker. Mm-hmm.
1: And they they start to try and throw him yeah.
0: out. Yeah, there's a bouncer, this big, brutish-looking guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Jacob's the level head here.
0: Yeah. And Jacob's like, hey, you you want truckers and I am a truck driver, mm-hmm. you know? And he explains, you know, he's got a recreation vehicle that you need a CDL for. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So he's like, they're Okay, allowed. fine. Yeah, you're your truckers now, yeah. okay. <laughs> they order the bottle. He, 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 Seth goes, Do you have any food here? He goes, finest in Mexico. He <laughs> goes, I doubt that. <laughs> He's like, oh, F you, man. Yeah,
1: he's really rude to him. <laughs> um, so they get the bottle. They find this table. They clear out the stripper that was on the table. Yeah. He and was very kind to her, though, well, and helped her down.
0: The beers that they're <laughs> drinking are Chunga beers. And Chunga beer is from Desperado. Oh, okay. Piss water, Chunga.
1: Oh, yeah. okay.
0: So that's the kind of beer they drink in Mexico is Chunga. I guess. And it tastes like piss.
1: I think all beer tastes like that way.
0: Yeah, and so we we gather around the table. Mm-hmm. He makes he wants them all to drink together, so he hands Scotty a drink. He's like, "No," mm-hmm. and he's like, "All right, that's mine then." And he's like, "Kate, you're drinking." He's like, "She's like, oh, I don't know, I'm not 18.
1: She's goes, not twenty
0: one. Not twenty one. Duh. <laughs> yeah. And and he's like, so that means yes. And so he hands her the <laughs> thing. He pours her a drink. And she
1: defiantly does it.
0: Yeah. Because her dad's like, don't, you don't have to do this. Yeah. And it's so weird. It's like, he's like stroking her hair while he's like watching her do the first drink. Oh, it's weird. It is a little weird. It's, it's something I think some people would do though. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's like, oh, I love you. Just remember I love you. Oh. You know, before you end your life or some shit. Something like that. That's creepy. Yeah. And so she takes a drink and, of course, she gets the Arwen face on her. <laughs> <Bleh>. Yes. <laughs> and they slam down. And then he makes Scotty take a drink with him.
1: And Juliet takes another one, yeah. too.
0: And she goes, yes, I will have another one. Please, thank I you. I know.
1: She... <laughs> <laughs> like big girl panties. And uh, Jacob ends up taking a drink, too.
0: Yeah, eventually. And he's like, why are you so angry? And Seth is like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this bottle. And when I finish this bottle, I'm going to break it over that bouncer's head. You know, I was like, come on, dude, relax. You He's told the, us to be cool. Yeah. He goes, I said, I said, I said, do as I say, not what I do.
1: Yeah. And so Jacob makes a really good thing observation here. He goes, Are you such a loser that you can't see that you've won? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, how many people in the world need to hear that right now? Exactly. It's like you have it so good and you don't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're sitting where you want to be. Just exactly. stay calm.
0: <laughs> and we get a little uh, observational in this, in this time. Uh, we see Fred Williamson playing with his dominoes.
1: He, he's, not, a... he's not Shaft. He's not chef. <laughs> we I originally He's, saw him and thought Richard Roundtree, and I was like, no,
0: no, no, that <laughs> just makes us racist.
1: I know. I was <laughs> like, damn it, I, he looks familiar.
0: <laughs> but it, it's Fred Williamson. You've seen him in a lot of stuff, but he was in black exploitation films. Yes. Um, he was an Oakland Raider. He was a Kansas City Chief. Oh wow, football uh, guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he played in the first Super Bowl against the Packers and lost. So. Baltimore. Yeah. Um, But he he developed quite a movie career. I mean, I looked at his IMDb, and he has a ton of stuff. Well, that's good. A lot of stuff I wouldn't watch because it's like C-grade level garbage movies.
1: Mm, At least he got paid.
0: But before he did those movies, he did, you know, Boss N-Word. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it's just known as Boss Now or something like that.
1: That's probably good.
0: (laughs) Um, But they leave in all the dialogue, so they still call him Yes. Um and, and a lot of other black exploitation films. So he's famous for that too. Okay.
1: So something Tarantino would have grown up yeah,
0: on. Yeah. Yeah. Tarantino definitely watched Fred Williamson movies. hmm Then we see um a living legend. Tom Savini. Mr. Tom Savini.
1: He plays Sex Machine. Sex
0: Machine. He's got this cob piece that opens up and it's like a double barreled pistol. It looks like a penis and yes. balls. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's a novelty. It's God. hilarious.
0: Um, Jake Busey plays him in the televised version. Oh, that's
1: right! Yes, <laughs> it was so weird, dude.
0: Um, I like him; he's a good actor. Yeah. And who, then,
1: isn't there another? Is there another guy? No. No, it's just those two.
0: Um, the, the bar is hopping, you know, it's like got naked ladies all over the place. It's got Tito and the tarantula playing. It's got everything going on for it.
1: Let's talk about the band for just
0: a yeah, minute. Yeah, the band was phenomenal, right? That
1: song that ends up coming up playing soon is the best song on the whole soundtrack. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's called, uh, I think it's called After Dark. Is it? Yeah.
1: Oh, it's so good. It's kind of slow. It's kind of sexy. I was like, this is a great song. Yeah.
0: And then it's time to have our feature act. Mm-hmm. Her name is uh, oh. San- Satanico Pandemonium.
1: Yeah. It's Selma Hayek.
0: She's the most beautiful woman in the world and she'll captivate your soul and steal your heart, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's Selma Hayek. Yeah. In one of her first American roles, the first time I ever saw her was in Desperado and uh her first scene is her walking across the street,
1: oh yeah, and
0: I'm like, I just met my wife.
1: <laughs> she's gorgeous, yeah. she's still gorgeous, yeah,
0: absolutely, she's a little uh bigger, but bigger in all the good spots, yeah, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> she's a mother, you fill out,
0: <laughs> yeah, and so she's doing this dance. we see her stumble, so they left her stumbling in there,
1: yeah. As many times as we've watched this movie, I've never really noticed it, but since I was sitting there, I was like, oh, she stumbled. And you were like, yeah, she's terrified of that snake.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. In real life, she was terrified of the snake. And if you watch, that snake is wrapping itself around her throat like two or three times. Yeah,
1: it's probably actively trying to kill her. Yeah. Because they probably didn't feed it so that it would be more active. Probably, yeah. Which, yeah. Eventually,
0: the snake comes off of her, and she, she dances across the tables. She she walks up to Quentin Tarantino, Mr. Yes. Foot Fetish himself.
1: Yes. She's and, on the table.
0: Yeah, she's standing on the table. She picks up a bottle of liquor, the bottle of liquor, uh-huh. and uh puts her foot in his mouth and pours the liquor down her leg into his mouth. And I'm saying No. I would I would buy every penny of that liquor. <laughs>
1: So during this and scene. And he's like
0: sucking on her toes oh, and I stuff. Know. And I'm like, oh my God.
1: Yeah. I'm like, she just walked across the floor without. You know,
0: yeah. Any. And this is Mexico.
1: <laughs> there's. <laughs> shush. You don't. Know, this bar does not look hygienic.
0: No. So no, there's in fact, that. We could talk about the inside of the bar. Like we, we see the outside and it's got like this really thick rock brick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the insides is just rock brick. There's some. There's a veils, lot of wall hangings. It, yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of set design. Yes. But if this thing was an empty room, it would look like a tomb.
1: Yeah. So there. So, so right before she finishes her her scene, she's dancing a little bit and she's stepping back and you see George Clooney. Move backwards a little bit and you're like oh he probably thought she might bump into his face
0: (laughs) again I'd have been like
1: (laughs) you would have leaned in Uh, yeah he was being a professional yes
0: what a jerk
1: (laughs) so this is where the movie turns
0: yeah um so she's she drinks the bottle and then she's like uh now it's time to feast or something like that she's she has this speech but I can't tell what she's saying because she's say so beautiful.
1: Dinner served?
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. She's so hot that I couldn't remember what she said. That's all I'm saying. And uh and then she <laughs> turns into a vampire that looks kinda like a snake. Yes. And she attacks Richie and kills him. And not before, you know, the other two guys came in. Remember them? So the Barker and the Bouncer oh, come in yes. first. And they, this is they, when that starts. Yes,
1: and then they, they're pointing over at Seth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so they have to kill that guy. And
1: they close the door.
0: Yeah. They have to kill that guy. Yeah. They kill the Barker. Chaos they, ensues. They, they kill they kill a couple people, and then it's like, how the hell are they going to get out of this, right? Yes. Because they're in a bar full of people who all want to attack them. Exactly. That's when the chaos happens. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So Selma Hayek turns into a vampire, bites Richie. Mm-hmm. The Barker rises up. He's got fangs. The, the the Bouncer comes up. He's got fangs. Danny Trejo has fangs. All the dancers have fangs.
1: Yeah, so there's topless vampires. <laughs> yeah, topless <laughs> vampires. It's, it's kind of funny. And so
0: they're shooting and punching and trying to kick their way out as like... The vampires are just feeding on randos that are just yeah, next to him. Yeah, the bar
1: was completely full.
0: Yeah, so sex machine. He uses his gun. Then he finds a pool cue and he starts killing vampires. Rich, oh uh, no, Richard Roundtree. Uh, Fred. Fred Williamson. He's like body slamming vampires onto uh, an upside down table. Yes, into the legs.
1: There's there's comedy. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's a whole lot like you know, Fred is like the big brute. And then, like sex machine, he's got the uh, the whip, so he's yes. like he, finesse. Yes. Uh, Seth has his gun; he keeps shooting things, and they're not dying. Yeah, because he's an idiot. <laughs> um, Kate and uh, and Scott hide behind the bar at one point, and that's when the Barker comes and like leans over, and he's like, "Oh, come here, little girl." Scott you know? saves her. Well, they pull the silver uh, cross off oh, of her. Oh, that's right. And she shoves it in his mouth, mm-hmm. and he uh, melts, and then his eyes explode out. Yeah,
1: it's like gross. Yeah, you could tell Savini was on set.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> These all look like C- Savini designs, yeah. anyway. Even if he didn't, it's Savini inspired. Yes.
1: Um, I would have got that cross. I would have went and dig the cross back out.
0: No way. No.
1: <laughs> it would have been easy to see he was liquid <laughs> I would have just picked it back up and been like here <laughs> so they they fight their way to being the only ones there's a lull yeah Savini's been bitten
0: he hasn't been bitten yet
1: I thought he'd been he, bitten he here. gets bit
0: oh, a little later a
1: little bit later
0: so they're like, what do we know about vampires? So like they're bringing out every trope that they know about vampires. And they're like, okay, so have have any of us read a book on real vampires, not not movies? Yeah. And and, and one of them goes, you mean like a time life novel? Yeah. He goes, I'm going to say so no. the answer is no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they were arguing about silver at one point and, and Kate was like, do any of you have silver No, then why are we talking about this still? (laughs) Which would have been my argument.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then uh, Richie rises.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm.
0: And so they have an interaction with Richie. Yeah, because
1: Seth wasn't going to let them kill him.
0: No, Seth had to kill him. Yeah. So they hold him down and they kill him. And it's sad, but not sad because Richie was a piece of garbage. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: Richie had to be put down in real life anyway. Mm-hmm. So, this was inevitable.
0: So, now there's like noises coming out from the outside that want to come in.
1: Yes. They're like, what's that sound? It's like bats. And it's thousands of bats.
0: Yes. Bats that are quite literally vampires.
1: Yes. Um, and then, while that's happening, we notice that some of the, uh, dead some of the newly dead are coming yeah. into uh, vampirism. Yeah, and
0: so they have to start fighting again.
1: This is where Sex Machine gets bit. This is
0: where Sex Machine gets bit, yeah.
1: But he hides it.
0: Yeah, he, he's like, nobody saw? Put my jacket on.
1: Which is weird because uh, Kate should have seen it.
0: Kate's fighting vampires.
1: Yeah, but Kate, he and Kate were having this moment because she was trying to to stake somebody who hadn't come up yet. Yeah. And she just couldn't do it. And so they were watching each other. And then that her her guy started to turn. And so she was able to do it. Yeah. And he kind of looked at her. I think they gave the thumbs up he or gives something. Thumbs
0: up and that's when he gets bit.
1: Exactly. But if that was the case, she should have seen it. It Either might that just or be a plot hole. Away.
0: It might be it's, plot it's hole. definitely a plot yeah. hole.
1: So anyway, he hides it, and I'm like, "That's not going to end well."
0: No. Not at all. And it doesn't. No. Okay. And so now they're going to go to war with vampires. Yes. I forget what happens.
1: Well, they decide that they're going to try and build crosses at one point, and then yeah.
0: uh, bless some water and
1: whatnot.
0: Oh. Jacob gets bit.
1: Yes, but not just yet. Uh, it's after they come in. Yeah,
0: out. he he gets they, bit by a sex machine. Do
1: we all agree we're dealing with vamp? Oh, there's there's a really good scene here, dialogue scene, of uh, Seth asking, "Do we all agree that we're dealing with vampires?" Because I don't believe in vampires, but I also believe in what I just saw. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Fred was telling that Nam story.
0: Yeah. Fred Williamson tells his dumb story, and there's no point to it other than he's going to get bit soon. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> and Sex Machine comes up and bites him. Yeah. And then uh, Sex Machine, like, breaks the door so that the bats can come in. Uh,
0: that's how it happens. Yes. Okay, so Fred Williamson is talking to the rest of everybody while Tom Savini is like, doing this comedy act you know he he's like huh my teeth yes oh gosh I have fangs <laughs> oh no and he looks at his hand and his hand kind of turns into a talon you know like yeah and well, he hides and that like, arm yeah. <laughs> behind the back because um, he doesn't want to turn but Fred's telling this story of how uh, there was a grenade and he had to like pile a bunch of bodies on him and play possum mm-hmm. and uh, and then after that he killed all the 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 Viet Cong that were in the by game, himself by himself and he, we don't hear the story we just see his body actions he's like uh, 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 I yeah did this one I did that and I'm like they're listening to him like they're the captive audience and and I'd be like sure old dude
1: <laughs> it's like that guy that we knew who said he got swallowed by a fish
0: yeah yeah I was like man groupers are huge he goes I know one of them ate me once <laughs> I was like all right we're done with you. You were not eaten by a fish, you dummy. <laughs> he also said he was one of the few survivors at Hamburger Hill. Yeah, he was not. No,
1: he's just a tall tail guy.
0: Yeah. So okay, so Jacob gets bit. Fred Williamson gets bit first. And he turns fast. Yeah. After Savini opens the door, yeah, all the bats flying, and Fred Williamson is there, like full on yeah. ugly vamp, yeah. looking. Ugh. Yeah. And you're like, oh great, is he like a super vampire? Kind of. And he is. Yeah.
1: It's because he was already strong, I think. Yeah. And I think the reason that he turned so fast is because his blood was pumping high. Yeah. You know? He was already worked up. So So they're
0: fighting the vampires. Um,
1: Scott gets bitten and dies.
0: Yeah, that's later. Oh,
1: it does. Never that's mind. That's way later. Never mind. I'll cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> I always think he dies earlier.
0: No. Yeah. Uh, in they... fact, he's the one that kills his father. Oh, that's right. So Jacob is like bit... Everybody has to escape. Mm -hmm. They manage to get into a storeroom. Yeah, and they leave Jacob there. Yes. Um, But before that, let's talk about how Tom Savini turns into a giant rat.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: His head gets pulled off. Yes. And uh, he becomes a giant rat. Yeah. Like another head grows out of the neck hole.
1: Yeah, it was gross.
0: And and they kill him too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, everybody leaves Jacob because Jacob is fighting for his life and he's like, go, go. And yeah. they, they run down this hallway. They get into this room and it's like a storage room. Mm-hmm. And it's got a ton of stuff from bikers and truckers. truckers.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everything that they've pulled off a truck.
0: Yeah. And so there they are.
1: Uh, Jacob. Jacob's hiding behind the bar and devises a cross out of a shotgun and a uh, table leg. Yeah. And he makes his way back to that Mm storeroom and is like, let me in. Eventually they do. Yeah. Um, And he's
0: like, what's in here? They tell him. He's like, okay, we got to tear through this stuff and mm -hmm. make weapons. He blesses some water. So he's got a holy water. This is his come to
1: Jesus moment.
0: Yeah. Um, He's like, I'm already dead. I don't know how long I have in my own brain. Mm -hmm. So when the time comes, I need you two to kill me. And and promise. Promise. And they're like, no, we can't do that. And he's like, okay, I'll just kill myself now. Yeah. They're like, okay. Yeah. We'll kill you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, time is ticking.
0: Yeah. And so they come out and they go to war with the vampires.
1: Seth has created... A jackhammer steak. Yeah. Which is just the most ridiculous it's so weapon ridiculous. ever.
0: <laughs> like this is grindhouse horror film yes. 101 right yes. here. And and it's beautiful and it's ridiculous and it's over the top. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: I also wrote down here, Um, they, they do a make a weapon montage. Yes. And then uh, Scott can't act. <laughs> so they go to war with the vampires. They kill... A lot. A lot of the vampires. And then... And it's just... Uh, Scott kills his father when, well, when I Jacob say, turns.
1: Yeah, the, the vampires are encroaching on Jacob, and then they just stop. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's turned. Yeah. And he does.
0: And and Scott kills him, and then Scott gets overrun by vampires, and they're all biting him and eating him. Yes. And so Juliette Lewis, Kate, she has to... Kill her brother. He explodes. Kill me, Kate. Yeah. I was like, how did he explode? <laughs> he explodes and kills the vampires that are surrounding him. Yes. So, good on that. Yes. He was one of those special exploding vampires.
1: Mm-hmm. So, we're down to Seth and Kate.
0: Seth and Kate. The and, end. Ah. Uh, how many bullets you got? I don't know. Not many.
1: Yeah. And so, they're kind of doing the, the circle... Yeah, and you're starting to notice that there's rays of light coming in, mm-hmm. and so the rays of light are kind of shielding them in this this like a, uh, like a stop sign pattern, yeah. you know. And uh, uh, he's like shoot shoot at the walls, you know, to try and pierce it. And then so they do that, and they're they're holding their own. And then you hear knocking on the door,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it sounds like Cheech. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Carlos.
0: Hey man, let us in. <laughs> And Shoot the door out. Yeah. <laughs> so he shoots out the door,
1: more, more light. More light comes
0: in. It gets on the disco ball, the mirror <laughs> ball, and it's just like tô, 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 uh-huh. and they're running out. They're like, run. Yeah. And yeah. all these people are exploding. And uh they get out.
1: And then he punches and Carlos. He
0: punches Carlos. <laughs> he goes, Man, what was that for? <laughs>
1: it's like, why this place?
0: Yeah. Why of all places in the world <laughs> was it this place? It looked fun. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, Carlos was clueless on yes, what this place was because
1: yes, they were supposed to meet at dawn. You he know, goes, who
0: were all those people in there? Have you ever seen people explode? Oh no,
1: they weren't people. They weren't
0: people. <laughs> what are you saying? They're vampires?
1: And then he goes, "You want, you want, a, you want a beer? We we've got domestic and, and then Mexican. Mexican." And I was like, "Aren't you in Mexico?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're in Mexico. <laughs> what is domestic beer in Mexico? Is it Mexican beer? Yeah. We got Corona and Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: It was just comedic. Yeah. He's comedic every time you see him.
0: So uh, the guy that's with him, I've seen in other stuff too. The big yeah. guy with the mustache. Yeah. I want to say he might have been in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. So. He he negotiates more money. Yeah. He gets more money out of this deal. Because, because his brother's dead. His brother's
0: dead. And he had to endure, like, he's probably not even drunk anymore. Oh, no. Which would have pissed me off. Yeah. Be like, I can't even yeah. And happy. Yeah, and,
1: and he goes, and this girl's family, her entire family's just dead. Yeah. And that's your fault.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, well, we got to get to El Rey.
1: So. Kate
0: wants to go with. Yes. And he's like, no, you don't want to go to El Rey. Mm-hmm. What's in El Rey? You don't want to know. Yeah. What's in El Rey? It's that thing that was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yes, it's the
1: herring. So he, he drives off in a new, new-ish car.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Cheech. That's
0: yeah, an 89. You'll like that one. Yeah, it's a it's good a, car. No
1: no miles. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos drives off. They leave Kate there. and I was kind yeah. of expecting a different scene here. But yeah. she gets in the RV. She drives, she drives off, off. And then we get this overarching scene, which yeah, is this, awesome.
0: This huge... Uh,
1: like an like Incan type aerial temple.
0: scene, and yeah, it's like an it's an Azteca temple or yeah. Inca. It's a it's a pyramid. Yeah, and it's buried all the way up to where the the front uh-huh. of the building is, but in the back is like this big pit, and you can see that it's a pyramid that goes down several levels. Yeah, and inside of there is, is some bikes and some trucks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's
1: clearly been they've been doing this for years.
0: Yeah, and that's the end of the movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Seth had given her money.
0: Yeah, Seth gave her money. Yeah. So, yeah, this is one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy uh, this. I've movie. watched this
0: thing clearly probably 20 times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's not much I can really say about it other than Scott couldn't act. Yeah. The music was beautiful. Yes. Cinematography was perfect. Mm hmm. The casting was brilliant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everything was done really well. It does feel like a Tarantino movie because he wrote the script. Yeah. Um, but so does. But it's shot des, really well. So
0: does Desperado and Machete. You know, it's oh. just their style. Yes. Yeah. Their style is. Remember those movies we liked when we were growing up? Yeah. Let's make those movies. Yeah. And that's exactly how I would have done it too. Mm-hmm. If If I'd have made movies, I'd have made sex exploitation movies and uh, and and over the top violent horror films mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. That's just what I would have done because yeah. that's what I grew up on. I watched Friday the Thirteenth. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street. I watched old racing movies, Mm -hmm. kung fu movies, like all those movies I loved. I wasn't a big Western fan, though.
1: That's because Westerns were everywhere when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah. It was oversaturation.
0: On Channel 43, there was a Clint Eastwood movie every Every day. day. Mm -hmm. So I was just over Westerns. So I probably wouldn't have made a western. But I definitely would have made like a camp slasher, mm-hmm. some kind of titty movie. Yeah, you know, I would have done all this, all these kitty,
1: kitty, kitty
0: tropes. Yeah, <laughs> I would have just made those type of movies. So that's it.
1: Yeah, it was good. Definitely watch it.
0: Yeah, it's a and if you watch. if
1: if you have watched it maybe once, watch it again. It's worth it.
0: Watch it again on Netflix. There is the series that they did for the El Rey Network. Oh, okay. I think it went three seasons.
1: Oh. So, I think we only got to see the first season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then we moved here. Yeah.
1: And they didn't have had, El Rey here. I had don't no think. El Rey here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what? We moved out of no civilization to a lot of civilization. Less. They got less stuff. Less culture. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if you like this podcast, follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. If you like Facebook instead of Twitter, we have Facebook. You can follow us at Happy Fun Time Movie Hour on Facebook. Subscribe to this podcast uh, with whatever subscribing service you have. I've already mentioned them at the beginning of this podcast, so rewind, listen again. <laughs> That's how you get two listens. Yeah. <laughs> That's All funny. right. <laughs> anyway, I'm Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. Go watch a movie.